Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm your host, Jill Mokes, and you can see me if you're on YouTube. Um, how exciting is that? Normally you can just hear me in your ear holes, and now you can see me with your eyes. What kind of witchcraft is this? Anyway, it's good to be back. It's good to be in 2024. This week's episode, I want to talk to you about this constant craving that we have for validation, for approval, and the way that we invite judgment around what we're doing unnecessarily, in my opinion. This can be just one of the most limiting things that you do as you try and grow your business. Okay. And that is experimenting with something. And then like a meerkat, your head is popping up for that validation. I need that instant feedback. I need the instant gratification of someone telling me I've done a good job. I need the gold stars. Right. And don't get me wrong. I am vulnerable to this as much as the next person, right? Because we do love to hear the validation, don't we? But honestly, it can be incredibly limiting. It can be incredibly stifling to creativity. And I want to talk to you about how you can work through this need for it and maybe just try and liberate yourself a little bit from that. Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm Jill Mokes and I am obsessed with cutting through the noise when it comes to growing your business. Each week via intimate coaching conversations and inspirational stories, I share what it really takes to get the results you want in a way that feels right to you. I am all about attracting higher ticket opportunities, building authentic relationships and creating the abundant, full fat version of your dream business. I mean, how many of us have beavered away creating a light version of what we really want? The thing is, I honestly believe when you're outstanding at what you do, there is no limit to what you can achieve. So, are you ready to put our heads together and make it happen? Let's go. Okay, so here's how I think this works. I think we fall into one of three categories when it comes to craving approval and validation. I think you're either a person for whom approval is everything. It's actually completely and utterly crippling to you to think about moving ahead with something unless you have some kind of external validation or approval, right? And I know people like that and I've been that person. I've definitely been that person in the past. And I know something for sure, if I hadn't overcome that constant need for validation, 
from my parents or from my siblings, because that was normally where I would go to, to really need that validation. If I was still operating like that now, there is no way I could have built the business that I have today. Absolutely no way, because there have been times in my business where I've made decisions that other people have been very open in telling me they thought were crazy. And I've made decisions to do things that people around me, people who love me, worried were too risky or, you know, not going to be good for me. Right. But the thing is, I'm just not that person anymore that has to have the validation and the approval to move forward. So I'm, I'm definitely not in that camp anymore. The life or death, you know, approval is everything camp, but I'm also not in the validation and approval is utterly irrelevant for me because I do think this other camp where it's so irrelevant as to become almost blinkered to external opinion. And I think that's dangerous too. So I think that the middle ground, the camp in the middle where validation and approval and the gold stars are really nice to have. They're great. We enjoy them. It's wonderful when people agree with us. We love it. But if they don't, It doesn't mean it's irrelevant, but it does mean that we have the confidence to believe in ourselves, to choose to follow our own instincts, to choose a different path to the one that perhaps most people would take. And I think that's the really important distinction, that approval and validation aren't irrelevant. It's okay to enjoy that when it comes But it's even better to put it in its rightful place as something that's a nice to have and not a necessity. I think that's really the point that I'm trying to make. I think something that we all need to get more aware of is that approval and validation and other people's opinions in general have limited usefulness when it comes to building our businesses. And there's a really good reason for that. And that is that unless that other person shares your exact same vision, shares your exact same set of core values, shares your exact same mission, They are not going to be looking at what you're doing, the decisions you're making through the same lens that you are. So in other words, someone else's opinion on a venture that you want to pursue, if their values differ greatly to yours, they are judging that situation. They're judging your choice. They're judging your ideas through a completely different paradigm. Because if it's not ticking the boxes that are meaningful and of value to them, they're just not going to have the same level of excitement. They're not going to have the same level of optimism, of confidence that you're going to have looking at it through the paradigm of your own core values, of what matters to you, of what's important about it to you. 
So that's really important. It also means that any feedback that you get from other people who aren't necessarily completely aligned with what you're trying to do or don't completely understand what you're trying to achieve, their feedback is normally going to be either too generous or too harsh. Because again, they're judging from a different set of values. So it's, it's illogical to think that their feedback is going to be completely objective and a benchmark that you should be uh, setting your course by. The relevance and the importance of other people's opinions really varies massively depending on how aligned they are with you and your mission and your vision and your values. Okay. So that, that's one thing. The other thing that I want to kind of remind you of is that often we say, don't we, that we have this fear of being judged. Okay. No one likes to feel judged, but I would say this judgment is either invited or irrelevant. I'm talking here about judgment. When someone passes a judgment on you. So I'm not talking about constructive criticism and brainstorming and two-way conversations and seeking someone's opinion and then taking it through the paradigm with which it was given and, and kind of evaluating it against your own opinion. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about judgment, that habit that some people have of giving you this kind of, this opinion presented as a fact about whatever it is you're working on or whatever it is you're trying to do. My judgment on this is that this will not work. My judgment on this is that you're an idiot for trying to do this, right? That's feeling judged. That's like, ah, that's a horrible feeling. Why? Number one, don't do that to other people. Number two, don't invite other people to do that to you. Okay. So be really mindful about whose opinion, whose feedback, whose validation, whose approval you're seeking. Because if you invite judgment into your life, if you're asking anyone and everyone for feedback on what you're doing, it's a recipe for disaster. This is something I see so much, not so much now because I'm not often on Facebook, but you know, in Facebook groups, they'll put their idea out there or they'll, they'll put a landing page. This is a really common one. So I'm in the Kajabi Facebook group, which is a really useful group. If you use Kajabi for your website or courses or anything like I do, then um, the Kajabi Facebook group is a really good one. It's got some really helpful people in there, particularly if you know you've got a technical problem that you're wrestling with. It's got some really good folk in there that are eager to jump in and help. So it's first of all, I'm, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad group; it's a great group. What really breaks my heart sometimes is that people who have clearly worked really, really hard on crafting their uh, landing page or sales page or whatever it is, will post a link to it in the group and ask for feedback just from everyone and anyone. And I can just see how soul destroying it must be when there's suddenly they've, there's like 72 comments on their posts ranging from this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life to this is an absolute joke. Surely you haven't published this. 
they've just invited this absolute avalanche of judgment onto themselves. And it's not helpful in any way. It's, it's really not helpful. Now that's not to say that that same person doesn't need some help and support, but I don't think it's in any way helpful to seek it in that way. So be more mindful about who you are seeking opinions from. This is where it becomes incredibly useful to be part of a community that you really trust and that's full of people who are more aligned with you. I also have a mastermind group, which gives an opportunity for my private clients to come to know each other. And we meet every week. And I can honestly say that feels like a really safe, valuable place to be able to seek opinion, seek feedback without inviting in judgment. There's such a difference. There really is such a difference. You know, so I would really urge you to try and find a community or surround yourself with some kind of circle of people who you really trust, who have an affinity with the way you look at things, the way you look at the world, the way you look at your business, what you're trying to achieve in your business. Surround yourselves with those people and you're much more likely to avoid the judgment and actually just start being among people who are going to give you a little more of an objective opinion and a little more of a supportive feedback if that's what you want. But I still would urge you to limit even that. I think there comes a point when if you genuinely want the success that you say you want, you have to choose yourself for it. You have to claim it. You can't keep waiting for someone to rubber stamp your application. It doesn't work like that. You have to be confident enough to say, I so believe in what I do. I so believe in the the change I can bring about, the impact I can have, the service I can provide. I'm making other people's opinions way less relevant. And I'm trusting my own gut. I'm trusting my intuition to move forward. It's a non-negotiable. Choosing yourself for success as an entrepreneur is a complete non-negotiable. If you don't choose yourself, I will guarantee no one else is going to choose you. There's no one coming along to scoop you up. And if you need that, then entrepreneurship might not be for you. It's harsh, but you know, that could actually be the truth. It could be that if you can't move forward without validation, then you just don't believe in yourself enough to be successful. And I want you to have wild success. So as a coach, I'm always asking myself the question, how do I best coach my clients to choose themselves for the success that they say they want? How do I best do that? And it's something that I work with all my clients on from time to time. 
because it's so important. That mindset, that confidence, backing yourself to win. Why not you? Why not you? That is my message to you this week. I want you to start getting really mindful and becoming very aware when this is happening, when you're asking for the gold stars, when you're inviting judgment in, become aware of when you're doing it and do it less, right? Because you don't need to keep doing it. You've got this. Before I wrap up this session, I just want to talk a little bit about something else that's going on, and that is the resurrection of Right Club. Yes, Right Club is back. You can go to jillmokes.com forward slash Right Club. I will put the link in the show notes where you can sign up. It is the internet's least complicated free writing accountability group. At the moment, we are going to be meeting at 1 p.m. UK time, uh, which is 8 a.m. Eastern time in the US on a Tuesday. But I am going to kind of experiment with some dates and times because I know not everyone can make that date and time. So I'm going to try and put in a couple of extra sessions and then we can get a feel for who can do, you know, which session is the most popular and see where we go from there. It's a very simple format. So at Write Together, we literally just jump on Zoom. We set an intention, just drop into the chat, you know, what our intention is for that writing session. And then we hit mute and we just write together in very companionable silence for about 50 minutes. Come back if you want to drop in how you got on. And then we go about our day. Like I say, it's just so uncomplicated. It is just accountability to come together and write together in silence. There's no commitment. It's free. You show up. I mean, the commitment, I want the commitment to be that you're making it to yourself, right? It's a resource. It's free. It's available to you. Come and join us. You you can subscribe to the calendar and, and literally the Zoom link will be there. You just hop on and we write together. And it's a really lovely way of making progress in your writing project. So, you know, whether you're working on a book, maybe you have a blog that you do, maybe you'll write a newsletter every week, or maybe you just like are feeding that content calendar and you need to be batch creating some um, social media content, you know, whatever it is. There's no snobbery around here. You don't have to be writing the next Pulitzer, not Pulitzer, what's it called? Oh God. What's the book awards called? Meh, I don't care. Don't worry, Lena, don't bother looking it up. They know what I mean. Don't you? You know what I mean. You don't have to be the next prize winning writer <laughs> to join us in Write Club, okay? You just need to desire some accountability and a space to put a container around a, a good block of time for writing, okay? So like I said, I'll drop the link in the show notes, but I would love it if you join us. I think it's going to be quite a fun space and hopefully we'll kind of get to know each other and see lots of familiar faces each week and we can support each other around what we're writing, of course, and support each other and just really get that feeling of community around our writing practice. Okay, well, that is it for this week. Have a a fantastic week and I will see you back here same time same place 
next week. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that getting our heads together this week has filled your mind with what's possible. If you love the show, would you do me a massive favour, please? Would you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts? It would really help you put more heads together, reach more ears and expand more minds. Until next week, bye for now. Bye for now.